So today, there is so much focus in many of the westernized societies that college is the path for young people and older people, but specifically young people to be successful. It's a foundation. It creates a credibility that young people need to enter the workforce and be seen as productive workers. There's many debate issues that exist about student loans, financing college, the rising cost, and what is being taught in secondary schools. So I felt it was important because there is sometimes a disconnect, whether willingly or unwillingly, between this current generation of college students and the past generations that are now parents and grandparents about the work ethic and education and sensibilities and sensitivities of these students that a conversation is necessary to have with college students as they travel along the way. Now, this conversation only represents a small sample size, but a sample size that I know and that I feel will represent one side that may feel they have no voice. Today, I have three guys that I worked with closely in athletics and in their secondary education who are currently college students, and they're going to give their take on what college is like to them, the pluses, the minuses, the benefits, everything. So today, joining me, Carrie and Digsby, formerly of Clemson University, River Hawkins, formerly of Belmont Abbey College, and Kobe City Cerebus, currently of University of North Carolina, Charlotte, my alma mater. These guys are going to offer their opinions, their insights, and their firsthand experiences with what the college experience is like for modern college students. So with all that being said, please listen to this and hear them, hear beyond the words and hear what they're trying to express and listen with an open mind and open ears to create a dialogue to help our current students and our future students have multiple paths towards success. So with that, let's go. And today on Voices, I have three guys joining me that uh, are really, really important to the success I've had in my life as a, as a former teacher and as a, a sports coach. These guys contributed a whole lot to me developing as a man and as an individual who was, it was, quote unquote, a leader. I have Kieran joining me today. I have River joining and soon Kobe will be joining. These guys are fantastic guys that I've known for probably, man, probably it's been a long 10 time. years, I think. <laughs> and so uh, I'm going to let these guys introduce themselves because no one can introduce themselves like themselves. So Kieran or River, whoever wants to go first, I'll leave the floor open for you guys to introduce yourself. But cool, thank you What's going on, guys? My name is Kieran. Um, I'm a full-time student. I work full-time as well. Um, and I'm just here to talk, man. I'm here to lay it all on the table for me. 
Awesome, sir. And hey, River? Guys, uh, I'm River. I'm a firefighter and a high school athletics coach. And I'm just here to have, have a conversation with some great guys. Awesome. So, guys, I, you know, the interesting thing is I remember when I was a teacher, uh, I remember when I used to give advisement when I taught middle school about, hey, what you should expect in high school and how these counselors are going to tell you to do things. But I'm going to tell you to do it this way because, yeah, counselors don't understand student life because they're really far removed. But for you guys, this conversation is focused on college, right? Because that's sort of the, the narrative for when you finish high school, you go to college. And if you don't go to college, you go to the military, but you immediately do something after. And uh, all of you guys have gone to college. And so I want to actually talk about the conversation of what it's like to enter and the experience of what you do when, once you enter, because your adult mind opens when you're there. And so, um, River, since you, you, you spoke last I, I know you were a scholarship athlete, I believe, at um, at a college. So can you tell me wh- what college you went to and then sort of what you went there for and what your expectation was? Yeah, going um, I was a lacrosse player in high school, which is uncommon for this area. It's not a, not necessarily what they would call a lacrosse hotbed. Um, I got into that around my junior year and ended up receiving scholarship from – uh, a couple different places I was kind of weighing my options and I ended up taking the scholarship to Belmont Abbey which was pretty much right in my backyard and where they were ranked in the D2 um, national ranking so it, it was somewhere I wanted to go because I knew I'd be competing with the best of the best on a daily basis and it it was it worked well I'm a big homebody so I, I like being close to home so that that really helped with my decision making um, I think expectations were like any any high school senior going into college. You um you don't really know what to expect. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, I had never lived away from home. And as an athlete, I was required to live on campus, even though my house was five minutes from <laughs> campus. So, <laughs> so it was interesting. I got thrown into a, an environment where uh, – Belmont Abbey is a very old campus, and I was in a suite type thing with nine other guys sharing one shower and one toilet. So it was, uh, oh wow, it was an interesting experience to say the least. When you have seven lacrosse players sharing that that tiny living quarters, then we had one. Um, sounds bad. They called them NARPs. They called them non-athletic regular people. <laughs> <laughs> We so we had we had one narp in there with us and uh, some bowlers, but bowlers, yeah, the bowlers were actually super nice guys. I had never met people who bowled competitively, and they they were super cool. But um, getting thrown into that was interesting, and then I didn't really have much time to do the whole college student thing because I was we moved in August sixteenth, I believe, and then by August like. 25th we were having we were I was lifting at five o'clock in the morning and doing workouts and trying to figure out how to do school it was a it was a really interesting experience it didn't necessarily turn out the way I wanted it to in a lot of different aspects but it was it was it was a fun experience going into it oh yeah okay and that and that's that's really cool and I know 
I know Kieran went to uh, a different place. So Kieran, you can, uh, if you would, explain oh, yeah, where uh, you went and uh, you know what was sort oh, yeah. of the motivation. I'm and I saw Kobe here. came on, so we're gonna let Kobe introduce after. <laughs> we're well, I'm, Kobe. I'm gonna let you introduce yourself after um, I let Kieran uh, answer his question, and then we'll come to you with all the right, same right, question. Cool. So you know, um, um, my freshman year. Um, I actually attended Clemson University, um, and it was everything I expected it to be. Um, huge football school. Everybody there is happy. Everybody there is there for one reason, um, and that's either well, really two reasons. They're, they're either really smart or they're really into football. Um, there was really no in-between. Um, and the reason I chose to go there, honestly, was I wanted to go to a huge football school um, and in the back of my head, my, my, my thinking was what better school than Clemson? Um, and you know, I've, re- I'm not, I'm not going to say I regret it. I loved it there. Um, but I do wish I would have chose, um, a better option for me that made more sense. Um, really because I was playing, I was paying out of state tuition. Um, and you know, if anybody knows, you know, out of state tuition, ain't nothing to play with, uh, at, at all, <laughs> nope. at all, man. Um, but you know, I, I mean, I loved it. I had, uh, I was living in the suite style as well, and I had three, three people in my suite. Um, my roommate, we actually went to high school together, so that that turned out really well. Um, rooming was wonderful. Um, my suite mates were a little crazy, but they made the time there very enjoyable. Um, football season was great. You know, um, class was good. Um, school, I mean, college to me wasn't. Well, still isn't difficult. Um, if you really you put yourself to it, you you know you sit yourself down, keep yourself grounded, um, actually get your work done. Um, you know, college is pretty easy in that regard. Um, but I do wish I would have chosen something other than just going to a school to go. You know what I'm saying? Um, I had a few scholarships. Yeah, I had a few okay. scholarships for track. And looking back at it, I wish I would have done that instead of just going to a college I want to go to. Um, but, you know, hey, at, at, I'm at, where I'm at right now, I'm, I'm happy where I'm at. So, you know, it's all working out. Excellent. All right, so, Kobe, welcome to the conversation. So the first thing we want you to do is give a quick uh, introduction of who you are. You can just say your first name and uh, or something special about yourself. And then the question was sort of just explaining your uh, where did you go to college or where do you go to college and what was your reasoning for choosing that college? All right, well, my name is Kobe, uh, something special. Uh, I'll say I'm a real big sneakerhead currently. And then I I personally was one of the people that went to college for love. Do I regret it? No, not really, because <laughs> it was one of them things like <laughs> – like I could have went to a better school and all of that, but the um the the majors wasn't there. Like hers was at one school and mine was there too. So she told me where she wanted to go. So that was cool with me. I didn't really care where I went. But and then I say but the dream school was uh the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York. I wanted to go. I applied and everything. But, yeah, I followed love instead. And then I'd say that 
I mean, I'm still going to try and fulfill the dream after I graduate and stuff like that. But, yeah, I don't regret none of it. You know what's really cool is, uh, well, you guys know Emily. And Emily went to FIT. Yeah. And yeah. my mom went to FIT because I'm from New York. So my mom went there as well. And it's that school, Karen, you, Karen, you was talking about out of state. Man, the, the cost to go to <laughs> FIT. Ooh, but what you can get when yeah. you finish that school, because you're in the mm-hmm. hotbed of fashion. We're going to talk about fashion a little bit, oh, too. No. Because, uh, well, actually, we'll just go it's straight into fashion. Only. And the reason I want to talk about that is, is specifically – there's a way that you would dress in high school because of sort of what high school was and it was a closed environment. But when you step foot on college on a college campus, the fashion game is completely mm-hmm. different. And so <laughs> so uh, I think, Carrie, you were in the middle. So I'm gonna let you respond first. What was like your your what did you how did you change fashion wise and what did you see fashion wise on campus that maybe made you uncomfortable and, or maybe that you liked, and then so Carrie and I asked you to go first. Uh, River, you follow up, and then Kobe, you'll 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 close cool. it out. Close okay, it so out. the big, I think the biggest change um, coming from high school to college when it comes to fashion, um, me personally, I started not to really care. Um, mm-hmm. I would go to school in sweatpants, <laughs> a hoodie, whatever I just slept in the night before, um, because you know it, there was really no point in trying to impress anybody in class because we we there for one reason that's the you know what I'm saying take my notes um and get up out of there half the time I really didn't even want to go to class anyway so you know when it came to fashion I didn't really care um but there were points where um I started to see you know see different types of fashion on campus um a lot of times in college you, you learn to not really care about what other people think um and that comes with maturity um so, like, I would see all types of different fashion statements, if that's what you want to call it, on campus. Um, you know, just people wearing what they feel like wearing, you know, stepping out of their comfort zone. Um, and you see you, you see your fresh people, and then you see, you know what I'm saying, your bummy people like me going to class. So, <laughs> All right, River, how about uh, you, I don't man? know if any of y'all have ever visited Belmont. I would consider a very fashionable place. Uh, <laughs> it, it is weird, man. I be, being doing the athletics and stuff like that. Of course, going straight from lifts to class. So I, most of my outfits were some kind of like sweatpants, gym shorts, and my flip flops. But can't forget the flops. Nah, the flops. The flops. The flops were a lasting <laughs> thing. It, you know, it was weird though because I, I am not Catholic, and I'd say the biggest fashion difference to me was seeing the monks. Uh, oh wow! I, yeah, that's right. Going from never stepping foot into mass or anything like that, into having monks walking around and that they're they're part of that Belmont Abbey community. Um. That was that was a really interesting change for me, uh, just because it was it was new, it was a foreign concept. Um, mm-hmm. I was never, even in high school, necessarily the most uh, into fashion. I was always, I, I'd like to consider or to think that I was most of the time well dressed, but <coughs> I, I wore flip flops hey, more than anything, so. 
<laughs> I got a lot of trash on my flip flops, but I, I I live and die by them, man. I I, I coach mm-hmm. on the sidelines in my flip flops. Like that's River that's, came out the womb in flip flops. That's my yeah, that's my staple, <laughs> man. Uh, but no, I I don't think anything necessarily fashion was like made me uncomfortable or anything. Uh, it was weird. Uh, Belmont Abbey has a large northern presence, and um, seeing the difference in style necessarily down here compared to you, you got guys coming from Jersey and Canada and that kind of stuff. So seeing the difference in styles there was kind of interesting. Um, a lot more, a lot more hats and cutoffs up north apparently. So I, it was an, it was an interesting time, <laughs> but. Other other than that, I'd say it was uh, a relatively smooth transition. Oh, okay, and Kobe, I'm gonna let you go ahead because I know this oh, is yeah. your thing, man. Yeah, honestly, high school, I was real, real into fashion, and then freshman year of college, man, I ain't even gonna lie. Like I let myself go when I'm it came to lie to you because I like you know freshman had them eight a.m.s and mm. it's kind of like, do I really want to get dressed? So you just end up going in some shorts and a, just a regular t-shirt, not even caring. And then I say that that was probably freshman and sophomore year that that occurred. And then at the end of my sophomore year, I started seeing more foreign, I mean, uh, yeah, international students. And when I say these kids are like dressed all the way, like they yes, got sir. the best brands on them. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was real eye-opening, you know, like, because it was like, yeah, I don't care what nobody thinks, but at the end of the day, I'm only going to feel as good as I, like, look, like, look, yeah. So, at that point, I started to, this year, I started, like, probably trying to dress way better than what I was. And, you know, I'm just waiting for the winter time to pull stuff out and stuff like that. But I said them foreign, like them international students really had an impact on me because I see like them having drip and it was just like, dang, like this is me if I was trying almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it was right? for me. All right. And you actually brought up a point that I was going to ask about. I remember my freshman year of college uh, because you get whatever is left when yeah. you register. And I hate this part, but 8 a.m. classes. Now, River, <laughs> I'm River, I'm going to let you go first because uh, um, you were in the middle. But, uh, man, I remember I I, I might have been still asleep when I showed up in 8 a.m. classes. But, <laughs> River, did you take any 8 a.m. 8 a.m. classes? And if you did, like, you know, what was your experience um, like? Yeah, it was interesting. Um, I actually did better getting to my 8 a.m. classes than I did my 11 a.m. classes, um, uh-huh. which was weird. I I had to be up for lifts early in the morning. So I'd be up at 6 and then just lift and go to my 8 a.m. and it'd be like nothing new. The days that I didn't have to get up, like where I could go back to sleep <coughs> until 11, those are the classes that I missed. Uh-huh. But um, – that makes sense. It, I mean, it's not fun. You you do it. I don't understand how I did it for twelve years in grade school because that year of yeah, doing right. it, it it makes you think like how was I able to do this? Because like then again, 
your sleep schedule is completely different in college. I, uh, mm-hmm. I like especially on them, them Fridays. Oh, oh. it mm. it was, <laughs> and it, it was bad as like when Wednesdays and Thursdays. Like the weekend comes in different places when you are on a different schedule. So there would be nights during the week we'd have big get-togethers because we didn't have practice the next morning, but we still had 8 a.m. classes, but we didn't have practice. So it was, that was when we, that was when we had fun. So that, right. I understand. You walk that. into class looking like a zombie the next morning. <laughs> can't, can't keep your head <laughs> off your desk. And the teachers at Belmont Abbey knew who you were. It's such a small campus. They they know who you are, and if you're on a sports team, so that becomes like the big threat. Is Mr. Hawkins? You better stay awake, or I'm going to tell your coach. Uh, that feels like yeah, high school. <laughs> it, it was very. That was that was probably my biggest uh, dislike about Belmont Abbey was everything felt like high school because it was such a small campus. But um, those eight AMs were tough. They. Um, it's weird because in college, I know a lot of people were doing this in high school, but I'd set an alarm in high school, and then if I missed my alarm, I'd have my dad come in here yelling that I missed my alarm. If in right. college, if I miss my alarm, my roommate puts a sticky note on the board saying I missed my class. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't wake me up. He just he just acknowledges that I missed my class. So that was a. In- Did you learn anything in those eight a.m. classes? Uh, my eight a.m. class, the majority it was my freshman year symposium, and I learned about the rule of Saint Benedict and all that kind of fun because, not like like universities and stuff, you get they they teach you like social situations and stuff like that. Me, I learned about the Benedictine monks. Um, that was an interesting 8 a.m. to have. And it just, I'm sure by the sound of it, you can tell it was a real, real eye. Like, you really <laughs> wanted to stay awake for that one. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Kobe, what about you, man? 8 a.m. classes. Honestly, I don't regret them. Only because it left me the rest of the day. That was probably the biggest thing that mattered to me. Because I don't know, them afternoon classes are not for me. I feel like I'm wasting my whole day when my first class would be at 2.30. I'll wake up because, you know, at that point in college, you're like, yeah, I could sleep in for forever. You wake up. By that time, you got to eat lunch and go to class. And basically, your day's over. Well, that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like when I woke up, like, like 7 a.m. had to go to class finish it get it out the way by that time it's 11 you still have the rest of your day so that's why i uh i, I prefer morning classes maybe not that 8 a.m like a like a 9 30 10 10 ish somewhere <laughs> I, over there I, I, <laughs> you know somewhere over there but i'd say i don't really take 8 a.m.s no more my first one was like a art class learning about like art and like Greece and stuff like that so I didn't really have to pay attention and the quizzes like <clears throat> we didn't have no final exam nothing it was like a quiz every week and the notes were online so you know did what you had to do you get the A 
And yeah, that's really about it. With eight AMs, nothing special. But I prefer them. And you felt like you learned in them? No, I don't remember nothing. <laughs> okay, Kerry, how about man, you, man? I probably had the worst eight AM out of all three of us. I had a calculus eight AM. Oh, um, oh you know. Um, and long story short, I ended up dropping that class after the first exam. Um, yeah, I had to. I had to get up out of there. It was tough, and especially, I think the hardest day to get into an eight AM was definitely Fridays because Thursdays, yep. were, you know, college nights. Yep. Know? Um, mm-hmm. So you know, you can get on, you can get to to the clubs underage, uh, and that's when everybody went out. Definitely Thursdays. So, whenever I would try to get up for those, eight, there was no getting up on Fridays. Um, so I had to get, I had to go. It wasn't for me. 8 a.m. is not for me. And any semester after that, I've I've yet to have another one. So, yeah, negative. So, so, uh, so I'm guessing you didn't learn oh, anything in there not. either, huh? Absolutely not. I learned. Oh, I actually no, yeah, I did. I learned not to take, you know, another 8 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so Kobe, I'm gonna come back to you. You get to start this off now. You're. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't remember if you said, but you, you go to UNC Charlotte, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so I have a question uh, about that because I well, I went to UNC Charlotte as well, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I studied education there. And the one thing that they told me was they said teachers in college are not actually trained teachers. They're people who are uh, professionals in that area, but they don't actually uh, have sort of training to be a teacher. So in your opinion, what was the biggest difference in teaching that you saw in college compared to teaching you saw in university. So Kobe, I'll let you go first, then River, then Kiri, and you'll be last. I feel like <clears throat> the biggest thing is they really didn't care. Like at the end of the day, they were still gonna get their check. It didn't really look bad on them, you know? And then uh, the biggest difference. It's just like they don't I feel like they just don't care because I mean they don't really get to know your name, none of that. And it's kind of like they're just there. They show up, do their job, and it is what it is. And it's great. I didn't know that you went there to uh, study education. I actually uh, took an education class to think about minoring in, and uh, it just wasn't for me at all. I don't know what it was. I just couldn't do it. But, yeah. Oh, it's not for everybody. Uh, no, not at all. Not at all. Okay, and, you're, and so you're talking about the college professors. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Okay, and River, what about you? Man? Yeah, I had like the complete opposite experience. That's small school. All my teachers knew me. Because, like, it was such a small, but like where they had, I'm sure, Kobe and Kieri, and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong here, but I'm sure y'all's like freshman classes, y'all had a couple hundred people in them. Oh, yes, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You talking about yeah, uh, lecture halls? Yeah, see, the mm-hmm. biggest, the, I had largest, it, yeah. the largest class that I had was 32 people. So, so if you weren't there, Ooh, that sound like hot. When, if you weren't there, it was noted. Teachers knew your name. They knew where you sat. Like, it was, it was a big deal for them. Um, the difference in teaching methods, uh, I had never had a teacher call me stupid until I got to college. And mm-hmm. 
Wow. That was was interesting. I struggled struggled a lot with um, some of the teachers that I had at Belmont Abbey. They, um, and I think a lot of athletes did, they don't like that it's a predominantly athlete school. So they make it nearly impossible sometimes for athletes to get past certain things. Um, but no, I, I had never struggled with, I, I considered myself a relatively respectful kid in high school mm. and, uh, I never struggled with teachers like I did there because there was just like the, I, I figured going into college, I'd, you'd see like a more mutual level of respect and it, it almost was like even taken more to a level of disrespect. You had teachers who would straight, like, I'm not above teachers calling you out. I think you have to, like, you have to be held accountable for the stuff that you do or don't do. But some of them didn't necessarily handle it correctly. I I think out of the 10 or so teachers that I had at Belmont Abbey, I'd say there's probably only one of them that I'd even be slightly interested in taking another class from. And, uh... Oh, and then that's unfortunate because I, I went in wanting to learn, wanting to get things done, and uh, it, it it wasn't necessarily a uh, a welcoming experience. That's interesting. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys remember that um, I coached uh, I coached the the um, the, the uh, junior varsity team or the B team uh, soccer at Belmont mm-hmm. Abbey, uh, and so it was interesting to hear <laughs> some of the stories that those students were talking about I didn't actually think about what you just said about the school being mostly athletes but that's that's a pretty solid thing we'll come back to that but Kieran go ahead man um you know me personally um at Clemson all of my teachers were wonderful um and I felt like my TAs actually um gave a better presence for the classroom than professors did in my opinion because I feel like they were there um and they understood us as students a little bit more than professors did only because they were students themselves. Um, um, but yeah, I had, I had lecture halls. I had a biology lecture hall with like 300 people in it. Um, and you can easily miss that class. Um, but, um, yeah, at Clemson, man, I had, I had some good teachers. They made, they made it to where you wanted to go to class. That's, that's good to hear. And so it actually uh, leads me to my, my, my sort of a switch about we talked about classes, but social kind of social life. River, I'm going to uh, get you first and Kieran and then Kobe. Um, what was it like the first day uh, you went on campus? And if you don't have that, what did, did any of you do like college visits before? Because I feel like college visits ha- are probably distinctly different than like that first day. So, uh, River, yeah, you first, and then Kieran and then Kobe. Uh, yeah, I did a couple different college visits, um, mostly looking at lacrosse programs. Uh, really, when I when I picked Belmont Abbey, I had narrowed it down to two schools. It was Belmont Abbey and Montreat College up in Black Mountain. Uh, and, you know, there may have been some regrets on the decision I made after that one, but you live and you learn. Mm-hmm. But um, – my first day on campus was wild. It was it was ridiculous. I 
it was really funny because they had they had this like luau thing in the quad for all the new students and all that kind of stuff so that was a good time uh got to meet a lot of my teammates and enjoy the living part of that it was weird i i had never I never actually toured Belmont Abbey prior to committing to play there. So I kind of, that first day I, I did a lot of the finding all the uh, essential buildings, the, the cast, the study hall area, the the two buildings that we have our classes in and that kind of stuff. So, and then, then the social aspect kind of took over a little bit. Uh, that, that first night was rowdy. It, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'll be real honest about it. It, it was, it was, it, it was the first night of college. It's, it was exactly what you would expect the first night of college to be. Um, the lacrosse team ended up getting in a lot of trouble because I've, one of the freshmen got a little too intoxicated and threw up in the locker room. Oh, in, in the locker room. And, uh, that didn't go over well. Uh, we had 40, I think 38, 40 freshmen coming in on the lacrosse team. And we met with our coach that second day. And it was, a uh, it was an interesting meeting because we had to clean up vomit from the lacrosse room, locker room. But, um, you know, it's, it's a, you get thrown into a, like a cultural whirlpool of sorts. And I'm sure it, it was, even more overwhelming for Kiarian and Kobe getting thrown in with so many different people. But just from my experience, it was, you had people from all over the country and that surprised me because I've I've always considered Belmont Abbey to be a relatively small school. But um, the number of people who came from out of state was really shocking to me. Um, And you see people who, have grown up doing different things you have the a lot of kids had come from private schools so talking to them over being a kid that went through public education all 12 years uh that was an interesting concept and just seeing the difference in kid like people partying it was it was wild to me because it was like they got to college and they were they were letting it all go. They were there was a lot of people who ended up getting written up that first night. Uh, not the way you want to start off your college experience, in my opinion. But they they there was a lot of people that first night that did some real stupid things and didn't end up staying after that like first three weeks. So it was a uh, wow. Yeah, it was it was a very interesting first experience uh it it was i'm not gonna lie i was kind of shell-shocked a little bit because of the um just the the difference in high school gatherings i guess compared to what you see at college gatherings there's a there's a large difference in the degree of everything all right and kieran what about you man um Let's see. Um, my first day on – well, honest, I toured Clemson, um, and that was the only college I toured. My mind was made as soon as I got on campus. Um, 
Oh wow! Oh yeah, for sure, man. The the the, the ladies, you know, <laughs> the school pride, <laughs> you know, everything was just there that I wanted. Um, so yeah, I made that decision. First day on campus was wild. Of course, you know, everybody wants to get their party and out on the first day. So first day was full of parties. Um, class, I feel like classes were easy the first day because it was just a whole bunch of syllabus work and getting stuff signed and going over what expectations are for the class. You know, it, first day was just like first day of high school, honestly. A whole lot of, I don't think, I, I think the only class we jumped straight into something was calculus. Um, and, you know, that's just because probably, just because it's calculus. Um, but yeah, right. yeah, man, first day, first day was awesome. Kobe. Man. I probably had the less exciting first day to, cause you know I went to a school like literally I didn't know a single person from high school that went to Charlotte that year. I did not know one. Like from graduation, I don't I don't remember hearing anybody saying they going to Charlotte. And then first day, I say it was it's kind of kind of overwhelming, you know, especially if you're by yourself. And you just rooming with it, random people. It was kind of like I didn't know a single body, and then I didn't tour Charlotte. I didn't. I didn't uh, tour any school, and I just you know off, off the rip decided to go. And then I'd say that classes they were I pretty they were pretty easy that first day. It wasn't nothing special, but realistically, my first day I just went to class. Yeah, you know, I was over there eating alone, you know, (laughs) eating alone. But now, now when I look at it, if I'm not eating with my girl, it's just like, dang, I kind of want to eat alone. Like, Mm -hmm. you you just want that time to chill after a long day of classes, Mm -hmm. like just throwing a YouTube video, some headphones, right? You just, you just want to be by yourself. So, I'd say at first, like, I mean, it was pretty. It was, it was a little saddening, but. Looking back at it, it's kind of like sometimes all you need is yourself, and you be straight. Okay, listen to you. That's, that, that, that's cool. It it sounds like you know the, the just the immediate maturity that happens because you're in a new environment. Right. Funny part is, I rem I remember my first day. And the only reason I'm adding this is because it's transitioning to the next question. Uh, I remember my first day on campus because they had like freshman welcome weekend or week or whatever where the freshmen came first and i'm not lying to you i literally tried to meet every girl on (laughs) campus that week i'm not lying to you like i I think i knew every freshman girl because i went to i started college at south carolina and so i'm at and at usc that literally all of columbia south carolina is usc So I was like, man, this is crazy. But then the first day of class, when the upperclassmen came, I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> and I'm saying, whoa, because I'm talking about girls. And so now I'm going to go to that. Kieran, you, you're going to go first, then Kobe, then River. So girls, now uh, I, I kind of have a feeling, I, a, a direction of Kobe, where he's going to go. But what was it like just stepping on campus, college girls, and socializing? Like, I mean, I know a lot of guys, when they go to college, that's something that matters to them. So like, how did that affect you when you stepped on campus and that year that you were there of, man, going out with girls and et cetera? How'd that go? Kieran, you first. Oh, so, I mean, if anybody knows me, um, <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm a ladies' man, man. I, you know, I love to 
make ladies, you know what I'm saying, feel they safe. So of course, <laughs> me first first week, man, I was I was in everybody's phone. I I was spitting to whoever I felt like spitting to. Um there was nothing on my mind that said I wanted to have a relationship at any time in college. Um so I was I was meeting new girls all the time. I was having girls in my dorm. I was kicking my roommate out so I could have girls over like you know, it was it yeah. it, it was it was what you would expect for a normal college guy to do. For sure. Especially at Clemson too, man. There, anywhere you turn there was a beautiful girl. So yeah, I loved it. Loved it. Awesome. I I I figured as much. Kobe, how about you? Because you went in with a girlfriend, so I'm kind of curious on how that worked for you. Man, I don't think there was any trust issues because I didn't really like party or none of that. But I'd say I didn't really look at girls, nothing like that. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say Charlotte got the best looking girls. They don't, you know. Oh, with some baddies. They, oh, don't get me wrong. There is baddies. <laughs> but I'd say I was, like, most of the time, I was FaceTiming my girl, stuff like that, just to have something to do, like, someone to talk to, because uh, I wasn't, you know, I couldn't even, like, shoot my shot, nothing like that. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't in the life phone. <laughs> but I'd say it's, uh, it's kind of weird when a girl shoots their shot on you, and you're like, yeah, I got a girlfriend. I don't know. It's just, mm. it's kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of like they look so hurt, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, I feel, yeah, I feel like girls never expect. You I know. know I feel like they yeah. always expect, like, oh yeah, he want me. Mm-hmm. You know. And it, I, yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the biggest things that different in high school is like, girls aren't afraid to shoot their shot in oh, college at all. at all. I think that's. I mean, I mean, I love it feels it. nice, you know. It feels nice for sure, but it's always like that disappointment when you tell them, like, "Oh yeah, I got a girlfriend," you know. So yeah. Sorry you had to have. Sorry you had to have that problem, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and River, go ahead because you have the the this, the the college athlete thing coming into your uh, equation. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting. Uh. It was weird. The college athlete thing didn't necessarily play to my advantage because <laughs> they're all athletes. Um, oh, yeah. It's like you walk up and you're like, hey, I'm on the lacrosse team. And she's like, well, I'm on the tennis and the track team. And <laughs> it's like, cool. I'm, I'm going to go over here now. But um, <laughs> no, it, it was it was interesting. I um, I I'm, I. I I don't know, man. It it was very intriguing getting the difference of like like Canadian girls. Uh, mm. They they were they were fun people. Mm-hmm. They were yeah, always they were always a good time. See, getting girls from like and Belmont Abbey has a decent uh, foreign ex, like foreign exchange student things. Like a lot of we had a lot of Brazilians playing tennis and that kind of stuff for the guys team and. You had a the, the field hockey team had a bunch of girls from like New Zealand and Australia and stuff. So getting to meet girls from like different cultures, that kind of stuff, that was real cool. Um, I went in similar to to how Diggs did. I wasn't looking for a relationship or 
necessarily wanting a relationship. Oh, at yeah, they know, point. No, we won't. And um, it, 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 that was just kind of how it was. I can say, and this, this is like, <coughs> people gonna judge me for this, but uh, Let me hear it. I definitely like, I, like I said earlier, I'm not Catholic. Um, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely went to mass just to hang out with a girl one time, and uh, oh, I, regret, I regretted that decision. But uh, that she was real religious, so she said if we were gonna hang out, I had to go to mass, and I was, you know, I was like, all right, let's go to mass. But um, so that was interesting. Um, do what you got to the, do. I'm telling you though, a lot of the the Catholic girls were different because of like religious beliefs and that kind of stuff. So like you had some girls who had been in Catholic school that go to college and wild out and just do whatever they want. And then you got some girls who are real close to the, like they play everything close to chess. They're, they're like, you know, I'm not going to do, I'm not, I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to party. I'm, I'm here to get my work done and that's it. And that's like, that's respectable. Um, but I didn't hang out with them very much. So mm. it, it was it was cool being on a team of 80 people because you got to meet a lot of people that they hung out with. And the lacrosse parties on campus were always a good time. It was always a good place to meet girls. And that that's kind of how it was. I It was a cultural fun. Okay, so I'm um, going to shift gears a little bit because then we, we were talking about being on campus, right? And so this was you guys, a lot of you guys leaving home. And I think that's a big deal. It changes sort of the mentality and what and how you look back at home. So, uh, Kobe, I'm going to have you go first and then River and then Kieran. So my, my, fir- my question is about the first time uh, you went back home or you were at home after like uh for a break so like fall break or whatever came up like was it weird or different to be back at home whenever you uh, after you were had college sink into you and then you're like oh is this what home is like that so uh kobe you go ahead first and river and carry honestly when i went home it, it felt kind of good you know just like a a break from school like i felt kind of relieved <laughs> when i finally got home i'd say it was kind of like you know, you get good food, no more cafeteria. Like that that was, <laughs> that really got old. Cafeteria food, that did it to me. That did it to me for sure. And I'd say home I don't think it changed at all. Like it wasn't like my parents started like you know, like a lot of kids when they finally get home, it's kinda like they get treated like like a king or queen from their parents. Like they get them everything. Like, do everything for him? Nah, not this way. Like, you know, like, I had to do, do, still do my own laundry and stuff like that. Because, I like, I'll see a lot of kids when they go home, they'll take, like, their laundry and stuff and, like, say that their parents are going to do it. Like, oh, I don't know about that one. But, <laughs> and then I'd say, other than that, it really wasn't no different. It was just. Okay. Yeah, yeah. River, how about you, man? Because I know you weren't far from home, but I mean, I know you weren't at home. I didn't, like, yeah, I lived on campus. I didn't necessarily wait for breaks, obviously, to go home. But uh, I showered at home a lot just because I thought our shower was gross. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's true. You share a shower with nine guys, and that 
it's some people aren't necessarily clean. So that's how that worked. Um, it, it was, in, I came home sometimes and I was expecting my room to be changed a little bit, but thankfully my parents kind of understood who I was. They knew I'd be visiting quite often. Uh, they, I, I wasn't one for roommate life. I really wasn't. I, I could understand that. And, and Kieran, how about you, man? Because you, you, I think, went the furthest away. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, first time coming home, um, nothing was really different, you know. Um, my cafeteria food wasn't bad. Uh, there was always something different. So, you know, food-wise, that was cool, like, you know. But you, there, nothing beats a home-cooked meal, though. So, I'm of course, you. that was that was awesome, and yeah. and coming home to my bed, oh, yeah, that was probably the best part. The shower, oh, it's, no, the the shower. Sh- no, it's definitely the shower. Yeah, I ain't the shower hit it. different at home. <laughs> yeah, the, the shower <laughs> and sleep, honestly. Yes, yes, the bed, mm, the bed. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but you know, coming home now. When I came home for good, that's a, that's a whole another different. That's a whole another different game. And it actually is leading me to the next thing, which uh, River, you first think, uh, I think Kobe and Kieran. So that first summer, the first summer you finished the first year of school or the first long, long break. It really is an altering thing, because I remember my after my freshman year was over in college and I was like, yo, that went by mad fast. But then it also it made me think, yo, well what am I kind of doing at college? And am I really like, is it, is all I'm gaining a degree? What am I getting from college? So um, Kobe, I'm gonna let you go first because what was that first summer like? And then how did that change sort of your mentality about what college was going to be going forward? And then uh, River and then Kieran. I'd say the first summer was like a relief. Like it was kind of like, I'm finally free. Nothing to worry about, no more schoolwork, all of that. But at that point, by the time I hit summer, I was tired of being broke. That's what really hit me, like, during the school year, no job, no nothing. I'd say I I had the more uh, get money mentality Mm -hmm. after that point. I feel like that really did it to me. Like, being in college broke, It, I think it really affected me. I really don't know why. And then... I'd say, yeah, that's really it. It just it just changed my mentality to where, like, I was really just trying to get money at that point. I can understand it. So was it difficult to, like, work in class? Yeah. I mean, now, at this point, like, the way it was, it was I was working at the airport before I went to school, and I was, like, I was making bands. And then when I got to school, I had to stop working there. And then, and then at that point, I was just – spending money that I didn't really I wasn't making nothing back like where I'm at now so that really kind of affected it and then then and then now I'm able to um like uh on the weekends I'm able to work at Nike and then during the week I have an on-campus job which a lot of people ask me if it's like hard to manage like a like a job while in school I'd say it's, it's really not hard to do at all I feel like if you got your time management down, then it's really just another part of your schedule. That's all. Mm-hmm. Okay. And River, how about you, man? Um, 
My summer was a little different. Uh, I, in a game against the Citadel, I suffered a pretty pretty serious knee injury and uh, tore my MCL, uh, a couple other ligaments right there, and fractured my femur. So I was by the time my summer started, I was I knew I wasn't going back to Belmont Abbey uh, for that second year, and. I I was in that weird phase of not necessarily knowing what to do, uh, debating on trying to figure out if I wanted to go to a different, like if I wanted to go straight into a different school, if I wanted to try to do classes online just until I could like get everything, get all my ducks in a row, get everything together. Um, it was, it was a really weird transitional period for me because before that season, before school started, like the summer before that, I was kind of on top of the world, going in to play college sports, doing exactly what I wanted to be doing at that time. And then, matter of the school year, uh, one pretty serious injury and a couple concussions later, and you're you're kind of everything that you knew before is kind of on the rocks. It was. Uh, I can't lie. It, it was a really, it was a really difficult time for me personally, uh, trying to, cause I feel like a lot of the cultural things that we're in today, it's like, if you're not in college, you're stupid or you're not doing what you're best for your future. If you're not at a university, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing for yourself. And that, I, I definitely felt that pressure. Um, I think I've learned a lot from that experience because I think I can honestly say I'm better off right now than I would have been if I would have tried to go back to a four-year college or tried to do anything like a like a rash decision at that time. I think that summer was very uh, influential on me, just kind of growing as a person realizing that everything's not going to go exactly the way I want it to go. And sometimes like you just have to adapt and overcome what you originally thought was going to be your track. So okay. it was big for me. And, and carrying you. So yeah, my, um, that first summer was the summer I decided that, um, that I was going to stay home um, instead of Clemson. And it honestly turned out being one of the best decisions of my life. Um, it actually, cause whenever I made the decision, I was upset at first. Um, but then I learned that it was, it was going to be the best thing for me. I was able to find myself as a person, um, grew up a lot, matured a lot. Um, and just, and just started to work on myself, um, for me, instead of trying to impress other people by saying that I go to Clemson, if that makes sense. Um, and you know, I, 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 I yeah, for sure. Um, coming home was it was good, man. I I got to, I got to mend a lot of friendships. I got to see a lot of people that I wasn't able to see while I was at school, um, and you know, hey, it, it, everything was good. So that that's awesome. And so I actually have a question that relates to it because it sounds like that going to college for for the one year it was good across the board for everyone because it actually was a reality check that. Uh, I think you all 
you all probably wanted but didn't know you wanted. So um, my my question actually is that so um, it is do you think college is a thing that people should do? And if they do decide to do college, should they go in and say, "Okay, I'm going to college, but I also have a, a, a plan A1, another equal plan that will work for my life. And I can go from there. So, River, I'll let you go first, and then um, Kieri, and then Kobe. Um, well, I I feel like I probably have an unpopular opinion on it, just personally. Uh, I think if you want to have a career in a field that requires a degree, if you if you want to be a teacher, you have to go to school to become a teacher, obviously. And, but I think college, if you, I think everyone deserves a right to give it a shot and see if it's something for them. But I know a lot of people who didn't do the college route, who went to say a trade school or uh, some kind of like, skill school and have have benefited even more from it than a lot of people I know who have gone to school for four years. And that's a, that was a weird thing for me seeing. I know a lot of people who went to school for four years and got their degree. I understand that's the reality and everything, but I know a lot of people who went to school and or learned learned how to work on air conditioning units or how to weld or something like that who are making six figures right now w- without the student debt. So I think I think it really depends on who you are as a person. Okay. All right, Kerry, how about you, man? Um same same thing River said, honestly. Um and to keep it 100%, I think college is the biggest scam on on planet mm-hmm. Earth. Um, <laughs> everything that I've learned in college, I could learn by saying, "Hey, hey Siri," honestly. Um, wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and and I feel like I feel like the things that we need most, um, as adults, um, aren't isn't taught in school. Um, and in school, college doesn't promise you anything but debt. Um, so, you know, um. But at the same time, it's good to use it as a backup plan or to use it to what you want to do um, in life. But I feel like you you do not need to go to school to be successful in life. And I feel like that's 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 one thing that's 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 built into a lot of people's brains um, coming up through before college and high school and stuff um, is that a college education is 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 a necessity. Um, But I don't think so, man. Okay, and Kobe. Yeah, honestly, I I would say it's a scam, man. Honestly, like Dig said, he could just Google everything he knows, honest. And at this point in class, I don't even retain the information they teach me at all. It's a, it's more of a memorize it for the test, mm-hmm. forget it afterwards. Like, I currently, I'm in a film class for my minor, and I couldn't even tell you what I studied for last week. You know, and at this at this day and age, I feel like going to college for a bachelor's degree, 
I feel like bachelor's degrees don't really mean as much as they used to. I feel like I nowadays you have to go to get your graduates to to even like. It, I Master. feel like it means way more to go to go to graduate school, and I feel like one of the biggest things is like it, today it's not about what you know at all; it's about who you know. Yep. And uh, yeah, I'd say like just being able to get a job with people that you know, like that can get you one, you're going to have like, it'd be easier to get a good job if you knew somebody rather than trying to apply to a random company with a degree, I feel like. But that's just me. Okay. So I got three more questions for you guys. And then, and the third question will be sort of the closeout, but uh, this, I got one more serious one and then it, I'm, I'm going to make it a little lighter. Right. So <laughs> the, 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 the one more serious question is because you all kind of alluded to it a little bit and what you said. So, and you know, I, I taught in high school and I, I uh, was a teacher in the state. So uh, what could high schools do to better prepare mm. Students for a post high school life, not college, because college could be a part of high school life, but post high school life. And I think carrying you in the middle, so you go first, um, then uh, Kobe, then River. Um, so I think first and foremost, um, I think I think we need a time management type of class um, because I feel like that's the hardest part of college is managing your time um, and, and keeping a set schedule. Um, consistency is very key in college. Um, so I think a time management class would, would be awesome in high school. I also think uh, people like a what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of kind of maybe teaching people how to have people skills. Um, because okay. I, I think it's very important to know how to be social, um, and to know how to talk to somebody, um, in a way that's going to be beneficial for the both of you guys. Um, I think that's huge in college as well. And, you know, just, just real world stuff needs to be taught in high school because once you get to college, man, there's a lot of stuff that you realize and you, and you sit back and you're like, dang, like, I wish somebody would have told me this in high school. So, um, yeah, I think I think that's 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 going to be huge. All right. Kobe. I'd say one of the biggest things is how to apply for I mean, uh, how to file taxes. Yes. I feel like really. Oh, I feel I like they don't taxes. teach you teach you stuff like that, because I remember having to do taxes on my own. A little, little confusing, a little confusing. Uh, and other than that, I feel like something like uh, I feel like they should um, put more emphasis on sex education because um, I've seen a lot of my high school, you know, uh, right people getting <laughs> pregnant at such a young age. I don't know. I don't uh. know. I don't. I don't think they put an emphasis on it. I don't know. And then maybe like a how to study class. I feel like that'd be beneficial to a lot of people because I feel like a lot of people don't know the correct ways to study like me. Like I'm studying to memorize, not really know. So, yeah, is there I a correct like way to study? I think you have to know. Yeah, in my opinion, uh, you have to know how you learn first yeah. to know how you study. And it, it, it schools teach to the middle, so they can't. 
they don't necessarily have the time to do it, but there should be something in place to kind of help with that. But I'm going to let River go, and then uh, we'll come to this next question. Uh, really, I mean, I can kind of – if I could combine what Kobe and Diggs both said and just, like, retweet it, that's what I'd do. Um, <laughs> I think it, in my phase of life now, I wish high school would have taught me how to have the parent-teacher conferences that I have to deal with. And I wish it would have taught me how to manage money and – Mm. like how to budget and that kind of stuff because I feel like like I know the Pythagorean theorem I'm never going to have to use that again but okay <laughs> but things things now that I I use on a daily basis like communication skills like Diggs was saying or like learning how to study I, I think learning how to make an application is something that a lot of people don't understand. Like, and not, I'm not even saying like a college application because a college application, a lot of times they can kind of help you walk through that. But job applications are completely different in most senses than a college application. So I, I think a lot of that is mishandled in, in high school. I, I'd like to see, because I, I know like that there's options available like you can take certain classes but a lot of the a lot of the people who take those classes aren't the kids who are taking the APs and taking the really the classes that are going to get them into college and I think the kids that aren't able to take those classes maybe because of the weight of the credit are missing out on that information that could potentially be valuable in their future that makes sense. I, I, I understand that. So to lighten it up, because it's again, you were in college. I remember the most important thing to me in college was sports, uh, video games and music. And so I want to know uh, if one of, the, uh, of those three things, which one kind of uh, was it was or is the most important thing uh, in that your college experience. And like what, what's the soundtrack of your college experience. I think Kieran went in the middle. So, no, Kobe went, right? Kobe, I think yeah. you were in the middle, right? So, Kobe, you go first, then River. No, yeah, River, then Kieran. So, you can you can hit me with video games or music or just uh, doing sporting events. All right. So, what were the three options? Music, sport. So, like, it, what music was important for your experience or stuck out in your experience? Or did video games have a – an important uh, important role in your experience, or you know, just was it the sporting events, the tailgating, the going to games and stuff like that? What what one thing kind of stood out to you and you enjoyed a lot about college? What's crazy is I have not been to a single UNC Charlotte game yet, sad as it is. <laughs> and then because we were never really that good, and we still aren't. You know, we just not a big sports school stuff like that. <laughs> And then recently, I probably haven't gotten my PS4 since like a year, a year ago. So that like freshman and um, sophomore year, I never really had it. And then I'd say music was probably the biggest thing only because it was like everywhere I was walking, I had headphones in. So it was kind of like I was always listening to music. And I spent a lot of time at the gym, to be honest, like probably just playing pickup basketball and random people I, I never talked to again. And it's just like, 
yeah, music probably probably got me through the times, to be honest. Listening to sad music when I ain't really when talking to nobody. <laughs> but I say okay. playlist wise, what was I listening to during the time? Uh Uzi dropped his album, the uh Love is Rage Two. I was listening to that for a little minute. Okay. Yeah, that's really about it. That I could remember okay. off the top of my head. All right. And River. Um, I think a, l- a little bit of all of it had a little bit of influence on that on that year. Uh, Call of Duty World War II came out during that year, and uh, there was a running bet in my suite on who could prestige first. So that was fun. Uh, that that was a good way to kill time when we had it. Um, my roommate actually like went to high school with us and everything, so I had known him for a while. So like music wise. Uh, the main song I can remember is uh, Chattahoochee by Alan Jackson playing in my dorm room all the time. <laughs> like, Alan Jackson was a regular in my dorm room. Uh, which, you know, I, I, I couldn't complain. I, I didn't mind it. It was it was a fun time. Uh, not, not what you expect to hear, I don't guess. But uh, it's not Uzi or anything like that. But... Um, and then sports wise, half my or I won't say half, but a couple, a good majority of my uh, teammates on the lacrosse team were from Canada. So uh, Wednesday night rivalries for the NHL, they were uh, mm-hmm. those were big gathering points. Uh, we all got together and watched a good bit of hockey. I I never knew how much I would like hockey until I went to Belmont Abbey. So that was a uh, that was a fun thing that we all kind of got to do together. That kind of helped kill time. That's awesome. Kieran. Um, let's see, man. Um, I think my freshman year video games were huge. Um, cause if I, if I wasn't partying, I was definitely playing Madden. Madden was, Madden was big my freshman year. Um, but I think whenever I came home, I really started getting more into music and, different genres of music um i think uh i found a new appreciation for music i don't watch tv or anything like that at all anymore um but music just got huge um after i came home because i felt like it was just one of those things that i could go to if i needed to think about something if i needed to cope or something music was just big man that was that was that was me and my soundtrack Oh man, it's all kinds of music, man. I got the baby, I got little baby, everybody, everybody's on my soundtrack. That's cool. So this this is the uh, the, the final question because you guys have been awesome, and I I, I really do hope I uh, some people who are about to enter uh, college or thinking about college here and taking the, the 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 jewels that you're really dropping on them right now. And so I I'd like to have the final words to be by the guests, right? So that my podcast is called voices of my bros, sisters, people, etc. And it's called that because I think what you have to say is really important. And so I do this podcast. So it chronicles your thoughts and obviously your thoughts and you can change as time goes, but this is a, a landmark time for the information you have in your head. So what I'll ask is for the final words, um, if you have anything specific, that you want to kind of share with listeners to say, Hey, um, 
this is what I think about maybe this time or college. It can be about anything, but anything that's kind of on your heart uh, in the moment and you just kind of share and then we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it, wrap it up and call cut on, on that part. So I think uh, Kobe was in the middle. So Kobe, I'm going to have you go first and then uh, Kieran and then River. I would say follow your heart. If it is with somebody, then it is. And then if a college is meant for you, then it's meant for you. And then uh, let's see. Uh, I would say a biggest thing is like they say that your high school friends will you'll forget about them and stuff like that. And I truly think that's a lot because I can personally say that even though I don't talk to some of the people that I did talk to high, in high school, I still say I could still count on them if I needed to. Mm-hmm. And I would say that my closest friends are still from high school and that I, I generally believe that people that you meet in high school are really there for you. That's all. Okay, cool. Thank you. Karen? Oh, yeah, man. Definitely um, the follow your heart part, man. Don't when it comes to college is a, is a huge decision, man. Whether, whether you think like, whether a lot of people think it is or not, it's a, it's a big choice to make a big step to make, to decide if you want to go to college or if you don't. Um, and once you decide that deciding where you want to is an even bigger decision. So I would say, make sure <clears throat> at the end of the day, make sure it's something that you really want to do. Um, think about it, pray on it. Um, and and never forget that it, it's never too late to switch up your plans, man. You can switch up your major at any time. You can come out of college if you want to. Do what makes you happy, man. Happiness is key. Um, and just make sure whatever decision, whatever path you choose to, to take, man, make sure you're happy. Then the day. Awesome. Thank you, sir. And River, you gonna close us out, man. Uh, I just I, I agree with them, man. Follow your heart. Do what you think's best for you. Um, a lot of hate in the world so I think the biggest advice I could give to anybody is to love one another despite your differences despite anything else I think this, the world that we live in right now gen- genuinely is, is lacking love I think uh, the respect for one another is at a lower level than it usually is and I'd, I'd say if I could give advice to anybody just do you but be you can do you and still and still have a basic love for the people around you and for the people who are trying to help you succeed in what you're trying to do. Uh, like I, I can speak on Kobe and Kieri and these are two guys I've, I've been boys with my whole life. I, I, don't, ex- I don't expect that changing for the rest of my life. Never. And I think that's a big thing as you get older is to to remember your day ones, remember the people that were with you in the tough times and the good times, because those are the people that you know you're going to be able to rely on in <coughs> sticky situations. And I, I think once you get that core group, what what else could you really, what else could you want? Facts. <laughs>